Well, 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 it is Thursday, uh, and we are in the marketing mindset. We're already in it. I usually say, shall we get into the marketing mindset, but we're already in it. Um, and so uh, I just want to mention uh, to the to my producer that there's something funky in the music. Uh, let, write that down, and we'll go check and figure that out. But anyway, welcome. Uh, I'm Pete Bonfrey, and this is my co-host, Bill Lowell. Now, I'm broadcasting from sunny Austin, Texas, right? <laughs> And Bill uh-huh. hails from the tropical paradise of Wisconsin. Yes, so yes. If, if you can humor me for just a minute, let's take a look at what it looks like outside here. Okay. So I don't know if you're seeing that. Um, yeah. It looks me, nice. Let me show the, uh, the lovely audience. Um, we have. Hey, look how small it is. Let's make it. Big. I should have, you should have told me I would have, I would have gotten one live from, from us, but uh, we have 10 inches of snow coming Tomorrow, we've had five inches today. We've had five inches yesterday. So <laughs> so it is snowing. It's snowing. Um, but as I said last week when I showed the uh, live cam, the Austin live cam, uh, yeah. it was really cloudy. And I said, don't come here. It's a lie, the sunniness, and uh, we're full. Uh, but uh, you can see all the trees, though, are dead. It looks like some weird witch's yeah. paradise out there. But um but yeah, I was going to ask you how are things in beautiful, freezing, uh, cold Wisconsin. But but I see, I knew it was. It's actually it's not winter. cold. It's gonna get, it's gonna get cold next week. But it's just been nonstop snowing. Um, but it's been. I mean, our our temperature is probably close to yours. We've got oh, probably thirty five degrees it. today. Yeah. What is it? Thirty five today. All right, thirty-five. Let's look. We don't. Want, we're not going to talk about the weather for long, but it's. No, you know, no. I I miss fall. We don't have fall here. Okay. And you you wanted to bet that the temperature is probably about the same. No, we're at uh, sixty-two. We'll get okay. up to about seventy today. Uh, All right. On this January eleventh. Yeah, I kind of miss it though. I grew up in Wyoming. I'm not. I just tease you about the snow. I do kind of miss right. it. I don't miss shoveling it. Uh, but. Let me roll in the end of the episode here. I think we got our technical issues worked out. It's 2024. Uh, last week we talked about the um, the things that you absolutely must do in 2024 to drive, uh, you know, to drive the the, the business overall. I was going to say marketing, right? But it's like it's really bigger than that. And the post-COVID market landscape has changed. So everything's changed. It's every size. And I, I talked about this a little bit last week and I did the things that you're, that you want to make sure that you're doing the five things to do this week. We're given the five, maybe more things that you don't do. You shouldn't do, I guess, don't do what Donnie don't does. It'll become clear in a minute. Okay. Uh, there's probably more than five, right? But it's a start. It's all the things that you can't do. So um, anyway, uh, should be fun. Uh, real quick before we start, and I'm going to turn it over to Bill here. Uh, but if you're seeing this on LinkedIn or listening out there in podcast land, there's a lot of valuable content at b2bmarketingmindset.com. So we elaborate on these topics there, and you'll get information that's not included in the podcast, whether you're just listening on Apple Podcasts or wherever you may live uh, in the podcast universe, or if you're watching it on video at the numerous places where it is also. Um, but if you're just listening to it, the audio, you're missing the video and you're missing the extra content either way. And so head over there. And that's the best place to, to subscribe, actually, uh, because you get all the, the good stuff. So we're going to be rolling out a lot of good courses this year. Um, and we do a new episode every week. we got guests coming up. There's just so much in the pipeline. It's pretty, I'm pretty fired up. 
Yeah, um, it should be a lot of fun. And you're right, we've got some great guests coming up. So, including, uh, including, I know uh, somebody who is in the marketing and PR in college, just to kind of find out their perspective. So right. that should be fun too. You know? That's right. Because you know, actually, we hear a lot about you know young people and generation this and generation that and generalizing everybody. So yeah, let, that that's very interesting to me. Um, but uh, let's just jump in. So one of the things, so the things not to do, <laughs> it sounds so backward. Don't do this thing. Yeah. Uh, ignore changes in the market, Bill. You know, I mean, I, I don't want to say that's a pretty obvious one, but I mean, it's change is happening all around us. Just like you were saying, you know, are we going to uh, stay the same? I mean, it's like, that's the easiest thing to do is to stay doing what you're doing. And it's, you're going to miss out on a lot of things that, that's going on. So whether that's the data analytics that you want to pay attention to and seeing kind of what some of those numbers are, or, you know, you're going to, you're going to miss some informed decision-making, I think, by um, ignoring some changes in the market, you know, and we talked about this, we had our uh, podcast where we had the panel discussion talking about all of the changes in the marketplace. And I know we'll talk about that on an, on another um, uh, bullet point here in, in just a little bit, but it's like, it's kind of scary. There have been a lot of people that have ignored what's going on in the market and they are way behind as we've, as we found out, you know? So, and it's not just us doing the research, but we've had a lot of other people tell us the same thing. Well, you know, I think, you know, what comes to my mind when I see that bullet point is, so how do you, how do you track changes in the marketplace? And one is you yeah. know, data and analytics. So are you monitoring yeah. your analytics on a regular basis? Let's say you yeah. have an agency or a marketing yeah. firm or, or, or you have external partners, you even with an internal team, are there regular meetings going on where you're reviewing performance data? Yeah. And I know it sounds so obvious, like, what is this, the beginner show? Uh, you yeah. know, but honestly, it, it's, it's kind of rare. And agencies that don't have to report, like good agencies want to report. Yeah. <laughs> they want contact with the client on a regular basis. Agencies that don't give a shit, eh, you know, they'll let that stuff slide. Um, yeah. But uh, share share a few with me, uh, Pete, if you could. I mean, I know you've talked about analytics so much so often, but what are a couple of the key things that could help us understand it a little bit better from those the data analytics that you that you might recommend somebody take a look at? So, geez, um, you know, buying patterns, preferences. Mm -hmm. um, value to the dollar uh, perceptions, um, yeah. how they choose one option over another option, right? Yeah. Um, I, we also love to get competitive information from customers when we're talking to them. So the mar and then industry, I mean, we're going to talk about more of yeah. these things, but, you know, there's, I almost think the real issue is there's so many places where data spurts yeah. out. You got to choose the one that's ones that make the most sense or hone in on the things that, there's things that you know really well. There's things that you don't know. There's things that you don't yeah. know that you don't know. Right. Um, it's, it's getting all those kind of sorted and only doing the research that you need to do to answer the questions that are evading you and, and hurting your ability to make a decision. And so that's really how I narrow that down. But if, if we're doing a survey, I mean, those are a lot of the things. I mean, what, what am I missing on, you know, what you might ask your customers to understand what's going on with them? No, no, I think you've covered it. I was just looking like, were you just referring to like data analytics? Were you just talking about looking at how many likes people had on their social media? You know, what were 
those kinds of things. But right. but you you do that too, brought yeah. up another you brought up another thing that I think is really important, and I love what you said when you said have a meeting like a designated meeting time to actually review some of those data points. And I think that that's going to be really important. But one of the things that I'd also add on top of that, which, cause you said, Oh, everybody knows to do this. They're not doing it. And then the, the, the worst thing is people don't do some kind of actionable item because of that. So like, if you, if you see some emerging trends from that data, uh, maybe there's something that you want to act on. And, and I see people ignoring that all the time. And that's, well, they're me. so, you know, in their defense, you know, they're so busy with the day to day and yeah. research costs money and things are always tight. And, but it's the importance of having that up-to-date information. And again, we are always talking about how the whole landscape, imagine a landslide came through it, but it hit all market dynamics instead of biz, yeah. uh, buildings. You know, it's, yeah. that's what it's like out there. So your data is probably outdated. I do understand, I'm getting a lot of notes here that um, LinkedIn, almost unwatchable. Um, hmm. And so we don't know if that's uh, everywhere, but we're gonna forge on so we get a, we get a good recording um okay. for the folks but um so if you're trying to watch it out there in linkedin land or other video places uh, sorry about that um they just have to go back and watch it on one of our other channels you just like have to YouTube, go to marketingmindset.com yeah. see it there, there because go. it will be there without any flaws um yes. next thing so don't do this i'm gonna i'm gonna keep saying that right so good so, so people don't get confused you know what good i like that uh basically don't have vague goals i guess this comes under you know uh understanding your uh comes down to writing things down i guess does that make sense or having yeah. actionable uh, knowing how to make goals yes yes <laughs> and i and i think that uh a lot of people just have vague goals i mean it's like it's like me deciding okay at the beginning of the the year so new year's came and went and I say to myself, oh, I'm going to lose 50 pounds this year. Okay, great. You know, is that is that it? I mean, yeah, writing them down, maybe you focus on them, but I think you need some actionable items and you need some measurables and you need some timelines. We call those smart goals, but like, you know, do some things that are reasonable and have some points along the way that you're going to check in and measure some of those goals. But right. you and I, we've seen too many people with so broad and unrealistic, I'm this year, we're getting into this market, you know, well, or, or they're so ridiculous that we're going to increase revenues by 20%. And you go, <laughs> you and I have seen that. We go, how are you planning to do what that? You said what? Acquire a company or what? Well, so, you know, the, these, the last item, the first item and this item, are, uh, to me, I, I have two parallel thoughts. Okay. We're in this business and we've been in it so long. Like to us, it's amazing not to have a meeting once a week or once every two weeks with your marketing team. Yeah. But in the, out there in the world... It's almost like everybody kind of forgot that it's pretty standard in our in in our in the agency business, but I think a lot of newer agencies, a lot of younger agencies, you know, less than twenty years in business, less than fifteen, um, maybe they just didn't get that memo. Um, and the other thing is is uh, the vagueness or how to set goals. Yes. Um, we're in. You know, we need that specificity. Um, yeah we're going to grow revenue by X number of dollars in this many months by doing these three things, you know, um, now it takes some process to get your goals to that refinement. Right. And that's, 
That's what we do. That's what we we're so used to it, I guess, is what I'm saying, because it's what we do day in and day out. So, you know, that's what we thought that these may sound basic. Um, but the re- just I, you know, I wish I could say why. But the reality is we, we don't see a lot of written plans and written objectives and uh, people doing research and really knowing their data and their numbers and their customers and their competitors. We just don't see it. And so maybe just by sharing what we think. It will help you somehow. Um, you you talked you know, about tying that into the first point too, you know. Well, absolutely. These are both to me under you know. It's like I always want to be careful that what's so common to me might not be that common to somebody else. Right. Um, the the other part of that statement that that strikes me is unrealistic goals. Can you uh, get that? There's a noise here. We're having all kinds of crazy shit going on in the studio. Isn't that wild? You know, and I'm the, the one that's year. having the bad weather. See, that's what and happens. Ha- you it's beautiful, sunny. And- right. It's not. <laughs> what is going on? Anyway, I'm sorry. I, I seem distracted. Um, I was saying, if you don't know what's reasonable, what do you do? Yeah. How do you know what's reasonable? So That's a great question. I thought about that. If you really don't know and you can't find the information with your mm-hmm. Google foo, um, bring in a professional. Like literally, it's never been easier to find specialized talent that you need. Bring them in as a contractor. Consult a professional. We actually, if it's if it has to do with marketing and sales and performance and KPIs and different industries, different size companies, it's our job to know that stuff. Um, and so. I just wanted to throw that out there. Of course, we're going to be very pro working with contractors here on this program, but, um, and I mean contract companies. I mean, we're a company. Uh, so, uh, so I'm not talking about freelancers necessarily, but you don't have to hire people. Like hiring is a big problem right now, um, but you could bring in any expertise, but they're going to generally know what's realistic. Why? Because they've done it 500 times. And and sometimes you might need some cover. So, for example, we might have some people that are watching that are like managers of marketing or even directors of marketing or whatever. And maybe some of their senior officers or their leadership team suggests some unrealistic goals. How how do we tell them they're crazy? How do you say (laughs) that's insane? There's no way we can do that, you know? without without losing your job or getting you upset and that's why to your point pete maybe sometime you need an independent third party coming in to kind of somebody like yourself to help them to say you know of course that's not it's not doable well (laughs) research will do that for you i mean um the repetition of i mean really what is what does experience even mean but thank you i also should say people like you as well but the repetition of trying and looking at data and testing and doing these things is not we don't right. know what's realistic because we're super geniuses yeah it's because we've done all that testing and we've tried it the wrong way and we've done it the right way and the wrong way and pretty soon we recognize the patterns and you know that's what we do it's just like i don't try to build f-16s personally yeah. um yeah. but uh don't be hesitant or uh you know, it's it's less expensive. Well, I'll talk about that more. Contractors are usually less expensive than hiring, right? You get that expertise instantly. Um, so, hey, we'll move on with that. Uh, yep. Don't ignore innovation. You know, it's funny. The slides on the program say ignore innovation. So it'll look like yeah. from the outside. If you're not listening and you're just watching. <laughs> ignore like, innovation. These guys are nuts. I love that. We're, we're contrarians. <laughs> I think it's great. 
Yeah, me Don't too. Don't ignore innovation. What do you mean by that? <laughs> you know, you you and I know this so well. You know, let's let's take somebody on their life cycle. They're having a product, uh, you know, that's that's kind of becoming into the mature stage, or you know, they're really at that peak of their growth, and it's like if you are if you're ignoring you know, your innovation, if you're not being able to adapt to not only market trends, but to customers and their demand, you're going to be, you're going to be in some trouble because sometime that product or service might become in the decline stage. And then you're going to be sitting there going, everything's a commodity. Everybody is just all price driven at this point. Well, it's like, you know what, the time to have done something was a lot earlier in your, in your life cycle. And so maybe you needed to pay attention to that. So People, you know, people don't like to change. And I think change is mm. something that's going to happen every step of the way. And it doesn't just happen in our companies and in our clients' companies, but it's happening in everybody's lives. It's happening in products, services. I mean, it's just, you've got to be open to that, you know? I've always thought it was interesting, people that don't like change, because what are you going to do? Uh, yeah. Things change. I mean, that's... Uh... It's yeah. always changing. Now it's things change. It's coming even faster now, like the speed yeah. at which things are changing in the market. And, you know, the automatic thing I think of is AI and how that's changing. Yeah. Things. But but the exactly. and, but the reality is, I don't think a, we're not we don't even really have AI yet in the way that people think of it on a broad scale. There There is some AI, but not broadly available. That's a large language model. That's a topic for another day. But um, but but to your point, you're, you're absolutely right. What about those tools? You know, there are new tools that are emerging lots. that that you got to be open to looking at. Well, I, I, you know, I thought of this, like, okay, innovation. So ignoring what your own innovation, your company and how you're innovating, I think we yeah. get stuck in ways of doing things and this is what works and this is what's always yeah. worked. So we automatically sort of overrule any, you know, how we do it is the best way. Right. Um, maybe it was, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe it is, right? Maybe you're right. But, yeah. but do you know that? objectively um your customers ignoring your competitors i said customers ignoring your competitors innovations that one seems obvious that well and and another one innovated right out of market yep another one that comes up which i know we're going to talk about probably is our last point but you might have a couple of new hires that have come in and they've got some new or unique ideas or they bring a different perspective just like we do when we go into an organization we bring a different perspective and how many times are those people really listening to? You know what I mean? It's yeah. like they get shut down fast and you can imagine. And, you know, they might have some really good ideas or something with regard to innovation. So it's it's important. I have a I have a client and they are they're technical uh, geniuses. They're they're great. They're a huge uh, engineering association. But one of the things that they do is they either give laptops or pads and portfolios to uh, some of their staff members to write down their unique ideas that they have during the day. And then once a month they get together and they do some downloads of that and they pay attention and they get some great new products and services that come out of there. But, but it's a culture of innovation is what I'm saying. And so right. I think you need to be thinking about that. You know, it's well, not just reacting, it's being proactive. You know? It's not always externally facing the innovation as well. Maybe you're just automating backroom pra uh, practices, backroom <laughs> processes, I should say. Um, yep. You know that that's filtered down to even of the smallest companies being able to do that, right? Um, so I think that's really good. But you know, it, 
again, in, in innovation is one of those things. It's almost like in your mind, you think, well, I have to, have to carve out time out of the 800 mm -hmm. things. I'm already behind on the things that I need to do. I don't have time to innovate. It doesn't take time to innovate. It just takes open mind. Uh, and, you know, I think having the right information helps, but just being open to the idea that, you know, I, and I think the Japanese uh, continuous improvement idea is really what you're talking about there, where yes. innovation is one factor on a on a number of different factors that where you're um, improving on. So right. everything can always be innovated infinitely. Yeah. Um, and they all they all connect too. I mean, that innovation connects back to the very first thing that we talked about with ignoring changes in the market. I mean, it's like, there might be some opportunities in some of those changes to innovate. So, you know, maybe you're going about something a little different way, or maybe you're right. creating something that's going to meet a demand. So, I mean, you're absolutely right. Well, may, and this is going to sound crazy. Maybe you are innovating and you don't even know it. Right. And Good uh, chance of that. You know, the, the one of the things that we do is the master marketing x-ray, which is taking I a look at that. how you're going to market and looking for things that maybe you don't see. Right. Maybe you're not seeing that hidden obstacle that's keeping you from meeting your goals or, or achieving what you want. Maybe you're not seeing that you're not innovating or that you are innovating or think about how much you ignore your marketing or, or how much it confuses you. If you look like John Travolta wandering around, you know, have you seen that meme where he's like lost? It's from Pulp Fiction. If you look yeah. like that and it's about marketing, we can help with that. Uh, it's just a project. It's done pretty quick. Um, get a hold of me if you want. So pretty smooth no, that's commercial a, that's there. That's a huh? great one. People should check out your website at Clarity Marketing. And because uh, you've got it all defined there, but you and I have gone through that a million times. That's such a value to your customers that I think, Absolutely. and it's, I don't want to say it's inexpensive, but it kind of is based we're, on what you get out of it. So we're looking at a $10 million company right now, you and I, we're looking at it. Yep. We're like, this doesn't make any sense, but we see that pattern, right? And so, yeah, on the website, you'll also find if you get a bad link on my website, you'll see John Travolta doing that. That's on my 404 <laughs> page. Uh, but you'll also find a guide. We have this crazy belief that you should know everything about us as humanly possible before you decide to hire us, how it works. How much time will your team need uh, to complete this process? How long does it take? What does it cost? What are your terms? Everything you wanted yeah. to know, it's in a guide. You can get it at the website. Uh, and uh, we'll put links down in the comments. Uh, but on to the last, well, that was five, actually. So this is a, this is like a bonus one, isn't it? We've got a few more, absolutely. Do we have a few it. more? Let's see. Oh, we do. We have a couple more. Um this one is it. Don't ignore your employees. Why? Why are you doing that? Uh, this is this is a fun one for me, and I, you know, <laughs> I think we should have a session on this just in itself because I refer to this as internal marketing. But but I ask the question, you know, employees can play a really key role to the success, to that innovation, to monitoring those trends. But I always get a kick out of it because I always ask, do your employees understand your brand message? Do they, do they believe in your vision and mission? And, you know, we've done surveys with that. And there's a lot of times that people say, we don't even understand what it is, you know, or you'll have them react to it. So that's key. You know, what's the likelihood that they're going to stay with the organization? What's the likelihood they're going to stay within, you know, the next six months? Are they looking for another position right now? What's the word on the street about your organization? Are they, are they saying things you don't want them to say that's getting out in the marketplace? So, you know, employees really have the chance to, 
in my opinion, really help you solidify your markets and really do great work. Or they can be, as the NPS scores would tell you, they can be a detractor depending on what you want to do with them. So again, what are the relationships like, you know, maybe consider even putting them into your strategic planning. You know, maybe they've got some really good ideas for new products or services, maybe get their input. I could go on all day with this, but in my opinion, ignoring the employees is a fatal mistake. Well, see, it's such a huge bullet point. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, I think other things like accepting that remote working is a thing, like stop yeah. fighting the remote working battle. I mean, everybody's like, oh, I can't hire anybody. Um, you know, under, don't ignore your employees. What do they want? Survey mm -hmm. them. It's Sometimes there's too much of an external focus when we need data from internal right. uh, yeah. sources. And then um, a note I made to myself was keep them in the loop. Um, yeah. Keep them in the loop so that, you know, with internal communications. And I don't think it really matters if you have 10 people or 100. I mean, or five. You know, I don't think it, the, the rule stays the same. So um, I think those are the... I think those are good things not to do this year in case you're not clear if you're yeah. uh, watching with the sound off. Which if you are, you wouldn't hear me right now anyway. And, and most of you have already given up on us on all the platforms due to our... I do see in our in our dashboard here, this is nice, probably just Bill and I talking at this point, but in our in our dashboard, we, we've dropped 30, we've dropped a third of our frames. Oh, no. Um, so we don't know what's going on there. Um and you've been super quiet in my ears, so if I've missed any poignant uh, points, we will put those at b2bmarketingmindset.com. Um, always so much good information. So final thoughts. Final thoughts. You know, we have a munchkin for a voiceover person. Uh, I don't know where how that is, but... My final thought is this. You, we can do these podcasts all day and all night and not convey just the sheer amount of specialized knowledge that it takes to guide an organization to market. It's out of control, but it is what it is. We can't change it. Um, the marketing industry, the tools, the, the what, and, and the other side of this too is what is possible has expanded exponentially. So there's a lot of good to it as well. But my final thought is this, if you don't have the expertise in marketing, if you're not sure what to do, what not to do, never been easier to bring in people that do know what to do. You level up instantly. It's less expensive than hiring. And uh, there's too many reasons to list how easy this problem is to fix. Right. Um, what are your final thoughts? You know, I got a few, and I, I like what you what you just said. I think that that's really key. And maybe what I would say is, you know, we just we just listed what five or six ideas here. But you know, and if you're overwhelmed or you're just saying that's impossible, then from a goal setting standpoint, pick one of the things that we talked about and do that, and then see what it does for you. And I think it will really make a difference for your organization. So. Yeah, you no. don't have to bite off everything at once. I mean, the the floor here in the studio is covered with the bullet points that didn't make it today. Um, but, you know, we want to try to give you a meaty uh, bite of marketing mindset every week. Every week, Thursday, 11 o'clock. We're still at Thursdays on 11 o'clock at 11 o'clock. So um, we've maintained that schedule and we're going to continue to maintain that schedule. We're not even going to survey you and ask if that works for you. Um, you know, and I have to say, 
you've been great at this because there's been a few times that I've taken vacation or I've had a surgery or two and you keep at it. So I can't thank you enough. <laughs> Someday uh, I hope to repay it, but you're so good at this that if I did it by myself to cover for you, no one would be listening. So it's probably good just to have you do it yourself. Then. Oh man. Uh, thank yeah, you. you. I think it's great fun. Um, it is. And I love having guests. And so, yeah. um, but you know when it's not great fun is when literally nothing is working here. And so I can't really roll the music at the end. We'll figure all this out and we will fix it. And we'll be back next week with everything in order for 2024. I think the vacation, we should never stop doing the podcast because we forget how to do it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, thanks, man. Uh, hey, thank you. Great to see you. Hang on. We're going to roll the ending and... Um, if you got a couple minutes, uh, I want to talk to you, and we can maybe uh, do some troubleshooting. All right, we are out. See you next You've week. been listening to the B2B Marketing Mindset with Pete Monfrey and Bill Lowell. Add to the conversation by commenting, sharing, and liking. And don't forget to subscribe and check out the links in the comments. Learn more at b2bmarketingmindset.com.